Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to talk about an important concept and word that shows up in God's redemptive plan for humanity over and over and over, and that is the concept or the word, however. We're in Ezra 5, and the people of Israel are coming back from exile. They're coming back to Jerusalem to rebuild the temple. Yesterday's devotion, we heard about how that rebuilding project was thwarted by some adversaries. Today, the project is going to pick up. and We're going to get to look at some communication that's taking place between the people of Judah and the local governor, Tetanai, who is communicating all this information to King Darius, the king of Babylon. And we get a little bit of an interesting insight into how this all took place. They're wanting to find out what's going on here. What are you guys doing? And verse 11 of chapter 5 in Ezra says this, and this was their reply to us. We are the servants of the God of heaven and earth. We're rebuilding the house that was built many years ago, which a great king of Israel built and finished, referring to Solomon. But because our fathers had angered God, he gave them into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, the Chaldean, who destroyed this house and carried away the people to Babylonia. Verse 12 is basically a summary of 1 and 2 Kings, that the people of God were disobedient, the kings were disobedient and unfaithful, so God handed them over to the Babylonians and Nebuchadnezzar for a 70-year exile. Here's verse 13, very important. However... After all this happened, however, in the first year of Cyrus, king of Babylon, Cyrus the king made a decree that this house of God should be rebuilt. And that is one of many, however, that changed the course of biblical history. You're going down this road where you're in a 70 years of exile. The people of Israel, God's people, have been dispersed. It looks like they're going to be dispersed permanently, that their identity, their nation is going to be split up forever. And along with it, their religious practices, their their covenant with the one true God looks to be threatened. However, God raises up this king of Babylon, this outsider, to decree that the house of God could be rebuilt. Think about all the howevers that show up in biblical history. I'm just going to touch on a few of them. There could be countless examples. You remember Abraham, he's promised to have descendants as numerous as the sands on the seashore, as numerous as the stars in the sky. Through Abraham, God said, all people of the earth will be blessed. And it was dependent on this family that he was going to be the father of, except there's one problem. His wife, Sarah, couldn't have children and they were advanced in years. However, they had Isaac And through Isaac, the promise went down to his son, Jacob, and then down to the 12 sons of Jacob. And you remember at that time, there was a famine threatening God's family, threatening Jacob's family. And they were going to be exterminated without relief from somewhere. However, God put Joseph, one of the 12 sons, through a series of injustices against Joseph in Egypt, ahead of the famine, ahead of his brothers, so that when they came looking for help, he was ready to spare them and spare the family of God who would eventually deliver us the Messiah. You remember that Pharaoh was intent on enslaving the Israelites indefinitely. God tried changing his mind over and over and over with 10 plagues, but Pharaoh's heart was still hardened. And even as the Israelites were running away up against the Red Sea, Pharaoh's army close behind, looks like it's going to be over. They're going to be exterminated once and for all. However, 
God raises up this leader, Moses, who he allows to part the waters of the Israelites cross on dry ground. The seas collapse on the Egyptians and the people of God are free. The biggest, however, of course, relates to the events between Good Friday and Easter Sunday. The Messiah, the God-man, the perfect law-following, righteous Son of God is hung on a cross. He's bleeding. He's dead. He's laying cold in a tomb. It looks like everything's over. The hope that people had found in him, the optimism that they had about the potential of him being the Messiah, it was all shattered. However, God raised him from the dead and set up a deal whereby anybody who puts their faith and trust in Christ can have the righteousness that he lived attributed to them and have the penalty that they deserve to pay death, eternal and physical death. Mark paid on their behalf because of Jesus' death and resurrection and therefore can be standing blameless before God, holy, righteous, reconciled to their creator. That's the biggest, however. Think about Pentecost. You had these fearful disciples not long ago before the resurrection of Christ, and then they're filled with the Holy Spirit on Pentecost, and these fearful and weak disciples become emboldened and passionate about the gospel, and God uses 11 guys to spread his word and start the church throughout the entire world. That's a big however. Think about Paul. His name was Saul, and he took pleasure in persecuting Christians. He thought he was doing God's work, righteous, law-abiding, a very good Jew. God gets a hold of him on the way to, to Damascus. He's knocked off his horse. He's confronted with the resurrected Christ. And there's another big however, as Paul's life completely changes, and he becomes one of the most prolific church leaders, writes much of the New Testament. Friends, I wonder if you have experienced a personal however. The book of Ephesians says that you and I in our natural condition are dead in our trespasses. It says that we're following the prince of the power of the air. It says that we are by nature children of wrath. But then it goes on to say, however, God is rich in mercy and he offers this deal where we can be saved by grace through faith in Christ. Have you done that? Have you experienced that? However, I hope that you have. And if you have, I hope that you, like me, experience many other howevers, smaller howevers, day-to-day howevers, as God, by His Spirit, gets a hold of your life and makes you more and more like Christ each day so you can be a more effective instrument in His hand and so you can have a more abundant and fulfilling life serving Him. I can think about, I was always wanting to make a name for myself, pursue fame or power or popularity. However, God changed my heart, and I'm more and more interested in promoting His agenda, His name over mine. Some people might say, I once wanted to be rich and spend all the money I could make on pleasures and conveniences and comforts for myself. However, God got a hold of my heart, and now I use my money differently. I don't know what your however is, friend, but let me pray. Lord, thank you for however. Thank you for Christ coming in, raising from the dead and offering us new life. Lord, would you allow us to trust him? And then would you fill our days in our lives with howevers as we are conformed to your likeness more and more each day? We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. 
Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.